You're listening to an audio message from Palm Vista Community Church. If you would like to check out more resources, please visit palmvista.org. Well, as you know, we have been, as you know, we've been preaching through uh, the Sermon on the Mount. Good morning, everyone. We've been preaching through the Sermon on the Mount, and uh, it's the portrait of a disciple. And so this morning, really, though, we have moved on from that series, and though we will move into our Advent series beginning next Sunday, we entitled that series Glory, um, this, this Sunday is very important because this Sunday really is, I believe, this, the next step of discipleship once one has been saved by God's sovereign grace. Once one has had their eyes open, their hearts brought alive and has repented and believed in Jesus, the next step is to join a church. That is actually God's will for every believer. And this morning, I have the great privilege of preaching about that from Ephesians 3, 1 to 13. The title of the message is, the church. And so God's grace comes to us in Christ to bring us together, to give us a purpose together. We talked about that great purpose last week. And in this text, God is going to reveal to us a mystery, his great mystery. And he's going to reveal to us what He thinks of the church, and he's going to reveal to us the purpose for which he has created us. So let me invite you to do this. Turn to Ephesians 3, 1 to 13. If you don't have a Bible, I want to encourage you. uh, When you come in, maybe next time, pick one up at the table. But maybe right now, just look on with the person next to you. This is God's word. This is what we build the church on. Christ Jesus, who is the word, his work, and God's revealed word. At Palm Vista, the word of God is a central focus when we gather together every Sunday. We preach God's word expositionally. All that means is we read God's word, and then we seek to explain it by the power of the Holy Spirit We do it hopefully humbly and fearing and trembling because this is God's word. Who are we to speak for God? But this is our calling. We examine the word of God and we, we seek to preach it. So really this morning is about the church. It is receiving new members and it's a refresher course for those of us that have been members at Palm Vista for years and years and years or those of you who just joined Palm Vista maybe the last time we did this. It's to remind us. Why join a church? How does God view the church? And what do we do when we gather together? This word is key to what we do when we gather together. So I I invite you, open your Bibles and read along with me silently as I read about the church and I read about God's great mystery that he reveals through the church. You ready? Ephesians 3.1. For this reason, I, Paul, a prisoner for Christ Jesus on behalf of you Gentiles, assuming that you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace that was given to me for you, how the mystery was made known to me by revelation as I have written briefly, 
When you read this, you can perceive my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to the sons of men in other generations, as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. This mystery is that the Gentiles are fellow heirs, members of the same body, and partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. Of this gospel I was made a minister according to the gift of God's grace, which was given me by the working of his power. To me, though I am the very least of all the saints, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to bring to light for everyone what is the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God who created all things. So that through the church, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. This was according to the eternal purpose that was realized in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through our faith in him. So I ask you not to lose heart over what I am suffering for you. You will note a key word here in this text. It is the word mystery. You see it four times. Look at verse 3. We see here how the mystery was made known to me by revelation. You see it again in verse 4. I have written to you about the ins- my insight into the mystery of Christ. Again in verse 6. This mystery is that the Gentiles are fellow heirs. And again in verse 9. The plan of the mystery hidden for ages. This word mystery is key to this text. And it's key to why the church is so important. Because according to our text this morning, God has revealed this mystery through the church. Through the church. It's what we see in verse 10. So that through the church, the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. I can tell you this. Without doubt, the reason it is God's will for you to join the church, the reason we celebrate church membership like we do this morning, the reason we do it with joy, the reason we're having a potluck afterwards is because there is nothing more important in all eternity than this mystery that God chooses to reveal through the church. This is God's mystery. This is God's plan. It's an eternal plan. And he has chosen to reveal it through the church, through you and me together. So I can confidently say to you, it is God's will that you become a member of a church. I pray that it would be this church if you're not a member. We're going to receive new members this morning, 10 adults, Seven children are going to be joining the church. I can assure you this is very different than joining some club somewhere. This is very different than joining up some organization, however good they might be. This is partnering with God in his eternal plan and mystery that he chose to reveal through you and me together. I know that's, it's kind of amazing, isn't it? 
I mean, the world would look at the church and say, well, at best, it's an institution that maybe helps in the underpinnings of a culture. At best, the church is an institution that, you know, kind of goes out and serves the poor when no one else wants to serve the poor. It's the church right now that's at the front lines of serving many of these people that are stuck in Tijuana on our border with no food and no aid. Oftentimes, it's the church, what they call non-governmental organizations, that shows up in the worst places on earth where you have refugees and you have people suffering. It's the church that's there feeding them, and that's a good thing. But let me tell you something. The church has a cosmic purpose and a cosmic message for all eternity given to her by God. So I can tell you this, pal. Join the church. This isn't a hobby. This isn't what you do on Sundays to kind of feel better. This isn't like, you know what, let's just slide in there a little bit, you know, kind of just lackadaisically, if I can fit it in. This is the eternal purpose of God revealed through the church. That's what our text says. This is a conviction we have from God. What's so cool for me is I'm looking out at people, some of whom are just moving here and some of whom are just leaving and and they're like bookends here. By the way, you're both you're very handsome couples. You're, you're, you're very, I mean, the wives are certainly far more beautiful. But, but it, it, as I look at you guys, leisures, and I, as I look at you, Larsons, man, one thing you both share in common is you said, Al, we know that God's called us to be part of a church. See, they get it. Journalist, homeschooling mom, Marine officer, homeschooling mom, lot, very busy, but they get it. We understand that with all that we do, what's primary is God's plan, God's mystery, and he reveals it through the church. So join a church. May not be this one. Join a church. Okay, what is this mystery? By the way, the main point of the message, God reveals his mystery through his church. Point one. So Al, what is the mystery? Well, let's read about it. Look at verse 6 on the screen in your text. Verse 6. This mystery is that the Gentiles are fellow heirs, members of the same body, and partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. What's the mystery? Boil it down for you. The mystery is Jesus Christ who enables us to have access with God and Jesus Christ, who creates a new man. That's a generic term, men and women together. Well, what was wrong with the old man? The old man who was created to reflect God's glory, Adam, was corrupted by sin, And he lost his ability to reflect God's glory. And so God said at that point, at the fall of mankind, talk about cosmic purposes. This purpose predates everything else. This purpose is at creation. God said, I will restore that man. Again, generically, man and one. Remember, Adam and Eve reflected God, male and female. They imaged God and reflected God. 
So God said, I will restore that image. I will send a savior to turn the curse into a blessing. I will fulfill my cosmic plan for all eternity. This is the only plan that will never fail. This is the only plan that will never stop. Every good plan, every good nation, every good business, every good sports team is going to fail at some point. Get ready, Patriots fans. Brady will retire. Maybe 55, but he will retire at some point. Every great business has a start, and they can be very difficult. And, they, and it may skyrocket into greatness with some great product. But trust me, one day that product will become obsolete, and there will be, that business will fall, and it will just be a memory. But the kingdom of God is forever and ever and ever. The church is the place where God reveals the mystery of his kingdom. And the mystery of his kingdom is, here is this, this, this man, again, generically, imaging God, who falls, and God says, I'm going to restore him, and I'm going to bring back the glory that was lost here. And Jesus is the mystery. Because see, the mystery was, how is God going to do it? How is he going to solve this problem? Not just your problem right now, but the problem. And it's a mystery. In fact, when you look at this text, it's, uh, it's interesting. Look at verse 9. And to bring to light for everyone what is the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God who created all things. See, what, what Paul is saying here is there, there is this problem A new man has to be created, and how's it going to happen? And for ages, people were wondering, how's it going to happen? All the different religions somehow intuitively knew, hey, there's a problem here. We've got to figure something out. And and man stumbling around in darkness is creating all kinds of false images and false uh, religions. But no one can really figure it out. And and, and yet here is God's plan, and it's being hidden through the ages. And and we as Christians, as Judeo-Christians, we would say, okay, we know it's going to be through a people, Israel, and we follow them through history, and we see them in Moses, we see the law given, and, and we're trying to figure out how's God going to do this. And then what God does, what God does is he surprises all of us because 2,000 years ago, God comes as a little baby and is born in a manger. And it's still a bit mysterious. I mean, we celebrate with trees and they're beautiful. Thank you so much, Claudia and your team, for doing this. And we celebrate with joy. But do you know why we celebrate with joy? Because when Jesus came, the mystery was being revealed a little bit more. And then it gets even more mysterious because he comes onto this, he he becomes a man and he starts preaching and he's casting out demons and he's healing the sick. And it looks like he's going to be the political ruler of all. And instead, he goes to a cross. And he dies as a criminal, shamed and broken. And the mystery deepens. It's like, wait a second. It's like watching a good movie and you kind of think you've got it figured out. Right? Y'all remember when you, were, when you heard that line, right? I see dead people all the time. You go, no, he was actually dead. Not going to do the spoiler alert for you. But that's nothing compared to this mystery. 
It's like you're watching the movie and you go, I did not see that coming. I did not see that that's how God was going to restore this new man. I did not see that this is the way God was going to do it. Die on a cross, the Lord of all creation, the one who could have called the armies of heaven to destroy every evil, chooses to die on a cross. If you're not a Christian, you're hearing, hearing the gospel right now. And, and bled on that cross. Why? So that three days later when he rose from the dead, he brought new life and he created a new man. Generically speaking, man and woman. Now here's where we can get it wrong, dear American Christian. We individualize that. And what we say is this. Oh, he did that to save me. And while that's true, it's not enough. Whoa, what do you mean it's not enough? He came, yes, to save you. But he came to save you, to make you a part of a larger group, the church. That's why you need to join a church. And that larger group, the church, is what is called the body of Christ. And this body of Christ is this new man. That's the mystery. Don't you see, that's what the Jews missed in Jesus' time. Because they just assumed that God saves Jews because Jesus or the prophecies that we read were all for the Jews and a Messiah would come from the Jews. And what they missed is that God's plan, yes, would come through the Jews. Jesus was Jewish, but that his plan was to create one new man. And as as it says in our text, verse six, look at it again. This mystery is that the Gentiles, now read that everybody else. So for a Jew, you have Jews and then Gentiles. You have a Jew and a non-Jew. That's it. That's how you looked at the world. So think of Gentiles as everybody else. Think of Gentiles as the nations, like we preached last week. The one great purpose is to make disciples with the gospel of Jesus Christ who make disciples of the nations. And they would be fellow heirs, members of the same body. Do you see that? Look at that in verse 6. This body is God's plan. He's not, he didn't just save you so that you could go to heaven. Thankfully, if you're truly a Christian, that will happen. But you got a bigger purpose than that, man. You missed it if that's what you're doing. If you're sitting at home watching your Facebook, YouTube sermons of your favorite dynamic preachers. If you're just doing your own thing. That's not it. Here's the purpose. You come to this church and unite with them right behind you. And even him and her. And together we image God and it's hard, isn't it? Because, you know, if it's just me and God, I'm cool with that. Hey, you saved me. God, you're good. But when it's me and God And as they would say in the South, y'all, I mean, some of you, not looking at you, okay, but you know, but we can't fulfill this great mystery of Christ Jesus redeeming people and reversing the curse and creating a new body, a new, a new person, a new man. You can't do it alone. You can't because that was never God's will. His will was to bring you and join you with me. Sorry. And him. And together we image Christ. They couldn't get that. The church couldn't get that. 
Especially, you got to remember, when I say the church in the first century, you understand that the church began with Jewish people who received Christ as their Messiah. You do, you do know that. And it was the Gentiles that would add it in slowly, a little bit at a time. And the Jews tried to make the Gentiles into Jews. And God said, no, that's not the point. I'm making a new man. And that's what the mystery is here. Has God made you a new person? Have you embraced the one great purpose? Have you said, I see the mystery. Here's the mystery. The mystery is Christ. I mean, the the mystery is that we have access to God. Look at verse 12. Look at verse 12. In whom Christ, there's the mystery, we have boldness and access with confidence through our faith in him. Before Jesus, the only way you had access to God was going to the temple, doing the sacrifices. You had to be under the law. You had to be a Jew. And Jesus says, no, no, now you will have access, not in that temple, but in this temple. Jesus said, my body, I will die on the cross. I will raise from the dead. I will create a new body, a church, and we will have access with God, to God through Christ. But don't miss this. It's access together. Taxes together. Look, however imperfectly we might do this, there is something enormously significant about you dragging your body here on a Sunday morning <laughs> and serving and recording and setting up and beautifying and listening together. Together. There is something about worshiping God together. That's why we come here. Not to get little whatever pins and, hey, you know, perfect attendance or feel good about it. It's because this is God's purpose. You understand forever and ever and ever we'll be together and we'll be one body, the body of Christ. Jesus is the head of the body. We have different parts of the body together. It's God's plan. It's the un- unsearchable riches of God. It's access to God in Jesus. It's, it's, it's the manifold wisdom of God in verse 10. It's the eternal purpose of God in verse 11. And friends, it is revealed this mystery, this mystery of Christ making a new man together in him with access to God. It is revealed through the church, point two. Verse 10 is so key. I think we have it on the screen, verse 10. So that... Through the church, the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known to the rulers and authorities and the heavenly places. Every time we gather together on a Sunday, we are holding a cosmic press conference and we are announcing God's words. Man, pray about that. Man, when you wake up in the morning, when you put your clothes on, it doesn't matter what you look like. But think, I am going to a cosmic press conference where God is announcing his manifold wisdom. This is the same thing, his mystery. It's the gospel. It's Jesus, his unsearchable riches, his eternal purpose. These are all analogous terms. You are part of that press conference because we got to announce it together. Jesus is the head. We are to look like Christ, but we announce it when we do this. And I'm not exaggerating here. We are talking right now to the heavenly beings. I mean, read it, read it with me again. The, the, the manifold wisdom of God in verse 10 
might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. Why do you think it's so hard to go to church? Why do you think you can get so mad at the person sitting next to you? (laughs) Right? You have patience with everybody else, but you could just be infuriated at the person next to you. And I'm not talking about your spouse. This isn't a marriage seminar right now. We already did one of those. We can talk about that later. I'm just talking about in the church. Because the enemy, the heavenly forces to whom we are preaching, they want to divide us because they know God's plan is to unite us and that together... He's going to reveal his manifold wisdom, Jesus. What does Jesus look like? He looks like a body of believers who are very different, different skin color, different ethnic backgrounds, different socioeconomic uh, uh, places, come together and reveal him together. That's why there can be nothing as nasty as a church split. That's why you should pray for your pastors, your leaders, for other pastors and leaders. That's why we pray for the other churches in Miami today. Because all over this city in South Florida, Miami and Dade County and down in the Keys and Palm Beach County, there are people gathering who are imaging Christ. They're saying, yes, let's hold this cosmic press conference. This is God's will. However imperfectly, however large, however small, what, no matter what language, we are saying Jesus came to bring a new man, a body, his body, the body of Christ, and and he succeeded. And we're becoming like him together. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to find out more resources or see how you can donate to this ministry, simply visit palmvista.org. And be sure to subscribe so you can stay up to date with upcoming teachings. 